0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Hey everybody recruiting.
2: Am here on September eighteenth, one eight twenty nineteen. Uh, I'm gonna speak very briefly. I wanna talk to young people today, okay? I just saw a picture of a couple in bed at night going to sleep and they were both looking at their phones and that was supposed to make us sad. Woo boo hoo, right? You know why? Because before smartphones, uh, yeah, oh, they would have been having some stimulating conversation. That is baloney. That is not true, kids. Don't be a sucker. Before smartphones, they would have had books in their hands, okay? There's always people complaining about technology. But if you're too young to remember the world before the Internet, let me tell you that the world with the Internet is a lot different better. Most people, here's why, most people are boring. They don't know enough to have an extended conversation about anything, right? So you're not missing anything if you're reading something online instead of talking to them. And I don't care if it's your husband or wife or your kid or the person next to you on the subway. That's the absolute truth. And now, Jerry, Jerry,
1: Richard. This, is the recruiting animal show. Hey, thank you, Jerry. Thank you. Too. Yeah. yeah okay. I- I have, I have to chuckle a little bit. Starting off the show with tips, tips on how to be a good lover, uh, with, with how to make the most out of your bedtime routine with your with your lady friend. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the tips. Okay. Thanks for the tips yeah. there.
2: It's not your lady yeah. friend. It's your wife or your husband who you sleep beside every single night. And don't tell me they're having sex Could
1: be seven nights a week. Could be no way. You blow okay. up doll. Okay. Uh, I've okay. I've gone too far. Yeah, you have, you
2: have. Okay, I want to thank my sponsors before you go further. Okay, PC Recruiter, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, the super duper sourcing tool, and Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T, the phone interview technology. Jerry, as long as I've got you here, before you go to yeah, get yeah. your
1: lunch or
2: you know wash your car well, or gonna, something else.
1: Yeah, I got to get going. I got to get going.
2: Yeah. yeah, I know you do. Okay. <laughs> But there's one thing that i got to straighten out before we get to recruiting. Okay. Why do you think that uh, the cars were such a monumental, fantastic,
1: important band? I don't get it. You you came back oh, and dude, fought dude. with me. Go ahead. Yeah, and then you deleted it all once, obviously, I won. I didn't Which delete that. Oh, yeah, because
2: you know what? They were complaining. Oh. Brian Stutt was complaining. It's not about recruiting. I'm setting a bad example Seriously. For the uh, – yeah, yeah, uh, okay. yeah. And and it, you know uh, go ahead. A loose tie <laughs> in
1: with visionary. He had a loose tie in. Yeah, what's well, a good um, tie in? I, <laughs> I
2: I just, you know, go I'm overly sensitive. I am a very sensitive person. Why are the cars so important? Okay? To me they're just
1: a Dude, band. they had they had just they they brought a brand new sound to the forefront. They they blended in uh, futuristic keyboard, synth wave, Kind of stuff with pop and new wave. It was, it was just killer. I mean, it was it was on every every car stereo, cruising up and down the strip when I was in high school. Yeah, okay, they was fantastic. Okay.
2: You know, let's see if hold oh, on, Jerry. Let's see if the guest uh, thought enough about us to actually show up because he wasn't here before the show started. Mike Fat Man Cone, are you here? Michael Cone, are you here?
1: No. <laughs> Thank, well, you uh, Thank you for nothing.
2: Thank you for nothing. Let's crash this guy's okay? name up
1: and down the recruiting coastline. <laughs>
2: he said he said, "Wow, I'm going to be there." I, he said it. Sure. You know, I'm going to be there, okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. let's get to Just let's like let's my to... uh,
1: just like my true green uh, lawn specialist was supposed to be here at 8:30 this morning. <laughs> Haven't seen him. <laughs> Haven't oh, seen him. Oh, no.
2: yeah. Yeah, too bad. Okay. Okay, he says, here's how I was going to start off the interview. He says, as typical, you know, lots of people who come on this show, they've got very stupid stuff on their LinkedIn page. And Mike Mike Cohn is no exception. Let me tell you, he's got a few uh, uh, sayings, little maxims. Uh, I'll read two of them right now. People aren't commodities. If you're a recruiter, you're damn sure they are. And he says sourcing isn't a tool. If it's not a tool, what is it? Okay? Anybody want to comment? People aren't commodities. Does anybody uh, actually believe that?
1: I, I, I absolutely agree with that. The, what, do you,
2: uh, what do you?
1: Our 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 service is our is our product, not the person. Come on, man. What, are you serious about this? Do you think our yeah, actual product, uh, our is product is a person? Our
2: products are people. Our products are people. God. Okay. The service delivers the people. No. And you know what? No, dude.
1: For, for the the to, hey. Hey. Yeah. For the for the people to be our product, it would mean that we have to own the people. We don't own these people. They're not our product. Our product, no, that's wrong. We don't have to own them. We're
2: delivering them. Who wants to take my side and who wants to agree with Jerry? Come on, let's divide up the audience right now. Callers, who's with
1: me? That they're it's, just numbers. It's number going to be 90 10, 90, 10.
0: Anybody percent is going to go with the uh, animal?
2: No I mean, not, yeah. Come on. I win. The, they're I just win. Dollar, if you're in an agency, they're just dollar signs. If you're in a in a inside like uh like Michael G. Cox who just, you know, put me down, okay, they're they're uh they're check marks on a box. That's what they are. and you know what? This guy Mike Cohen, the guest today who I have to give all the answers that he would give, he's really big on EQ. That's emotional intelligence eq's emotional quotient okay we only care about eq when we're dealing with candidates and clients because we want to manipulate them to do what we want we want to oh he's really big on approaching them in the right way and that's what you're using your eq it's not because i care about this person i'd rather be reading my phone okay it's because i want to make money off of them and i want to sell things to him or her does anybody agree with me no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, let me just see if the guest, uh, you know, might have come here yet. Uh, anybody want to talk about something, or should I uh, go on with the, with the, with the show as as planned? Okay. He also said sourcing isn't a tool. Well, uh, it's like a trick uh, statement, I guess, isn't it? Sourcing, sourcing isn't a tool. Does this guy okay, just you... play
1: word games? Is that his? Is I, his I don't know. I don't know, elantics? but I got
2: to tell you. Let's take the hatchet to him. I don't care what you say about him because he stiffed me. Okay? okay? He's a loser. This guy is a loser. Well, I don't know. And Maybe he maybe got hit by a car, Jerry. Okay? <laughs> you know how they always say... We can when someone only cuts, you know, they always say when someone cuts you off in traffic, you know... Think about all the – maybe he's having a hard day. Maybe something terrible happened to him. No, that's not what usually – maybe in 1% of the cases, that person is not a nice person and deserves to be smacked around. That's the problem. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Okay.
2: Okay. But here's what he says. He says, I'm a career-long, you know, like a lifelong LinkedIn recruiter user, and that's how I generate – 95 uh, percent of my placements, right? And but he's been fooling around with Hire Tool, an you know, artificial intelligence sourcing tool, and he says, he says, he says, uh, if you are just using LinkedIn Recruiter instead of Hire Tool, uh, he says you're spending a bunch of time doing something that a machine could do far better. And, and it's going to free you up for more creative searches. So I was going to let him talk about that in, in place of my ad for Hire Tool. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. This guy, everybody, lectures and speaks on sourcing, and he endorses Hire Tool because uh, there's some kind of higher level creative searches, searches that require your, you know, intelligence in a, a more enhanced way. You just leave all the normal searches to a machine. The machine's smarter than me, okay? I want to do the normal searches. I want the machine to do the hard searches. Anybody agree with me about that? I need a machine that's going to be smarter than me to do the tough stuff. No? <laughs> Am I
1: <laughs> – should I close no, the I, show down? Well, go I, ahead. I, I like that. I mean, that's – sure. If I'm going to use something, I want it to be better than better than I would be at it manually. Yeah,
2: Okay. Yeah, that's is that, what I is that think. Your
1: pro, is that your profound statement?
2: No, he's well, he's saying something different. He's he's saying that it can do a lot uh, of work faster. Okay. I want it to be smarter. Okay. okay? He's saying that. He's saying that. Uh, you know, your smarts. You have to you There's only certain searches you need to have your smarts for. No, I don't agree with them. Okay. Okay. All right. Any uh, Kendra, did you hang up already? Are you still Kendra? Are you with me? I need I need I'm the I need talkers today. The guest's not here. Do, uh, Kendra, do you agree with me about anything I've said so far?
3: <laughs> Just waiting for the guest.
2: He's not coming. You go find him for me, okay?
3: He's, maybe he's
2: delivering a speech to me, somewhere. I gotta tell it. you some. I gotta tell you something about the guest, okay? He's been on like five podcasts. He's he must be having some kind of PR campaign because he's been on uh, Rick Gerard, who was here a couple of weeks ago. He's got a podcast. He was on that. He was with uh, Craig Fisher. He's been on four or five podcasts recently. I mean, you know, why listen to him on this show? Actually, this is the show where he might get the pants beaten off of him, right? That's why he didn't show up. Let's make make that the reason. But Kendra doesn't want to help me. That's my loyal listener. Hey, I'm here, everybody, but I'm not going to help you. The guest didn't show up. I don't care. It's not my job. Okay, thank you. Okay.
1: Hey, here, but Kendra. Kendra has a hard time talking where she is, right? She's like in a, like a boiler room. Are you in the
2: library again, Kendra? <laughs> are you in the library, or are you lying in bed?
3: <laughs> I'm in my home office. I am getting ready for a final round interview in New York City tomorrow oh, with oh, a,
2: a oh, okay. large well, we're, we're I'm trying to sharpen your mind. I'm trying to, you know, fence with you intellectually, and that'll. That'll that's a good prep, in my opinion. Okay, let me ask you a question. That, let me ask you a question that they might ask you, to Kendra. And cut cut me off whenever you want. Is recruiting broken, or is that just a stupid phrase that idiots like to say because it makes them sound deep? They think it makes them sound heavy. Uh, is recruiting broken?
3: No, I in the organization I just came out of HR was broken, not recruiting.
2: Uh huh. What does that mean? <clears throat>
3: I just felt like they were obstructionist as opposed to partnering. And um, yeah, so, you know, we would get the candidates and lure them in with speed to market and all kinds of uh, storytelling and get the hiring managers engaged. And you just, uh, HR was just too big and they too slow. What did HR do?
2: I I mean, what what did they not send out the documents you needed? I mean, how did they screw it up once you did all that fancy? footwork getting the candidates into the interviews oh, what happened
3: candidate review background checks scheduling uh salary review you know all the salaries had to go through a compensation analysis three levels of people had to bless it um you know just it, and you know sometimes we just lost the candidates moving too slow
2: really They're moving hey Oh yeah Listen to that. I mean, those guys are so dumb. A 12-year-old could figure out there's a problem there. It's a hot market. People are getting other job offers. Don't delay. And these fools, these idiots, just drag it out. They want to make it bad for recruiters. I don't understand it. Anybody want to help me? Michael G. Cox, you're an insider. Yep. What's going on? Why are there stupid people like Kendra just told us about? (laughs) I think it's, about um, it, it's yeah. They they
0: they tend to focus on different pieces of their business or their their uh, of what they do, and and in in focusing on the wrong thing. Um, I mean, it, it may be the right thing, but it's just mm-hmm. taking up too much time.
2: But that sounds like so, a non-answer. Okay, thanks for thanks for your non-answer. Very political. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Very okay. political. He, That's
1: better.
0: Yeah, right.
2: There are stupid work.
0: people out there that exert way too much control over a process that they should let go of.
2: Uh-huh. So HR wait, shouldn't wait, be something. in charge of recruiting. Is that what you're telling us, Kendra? Is that what you're gonna tell what? the guys on the interview? Well, HR I shouldn't was... be in charge of recruiting. Recruiting should be in charge of HR. Is that right?
3: I was a highly paid sharpshooter, technical recruiter, and um I was an outsider, so I was not a priority to anybody in HR because I didn't do their evaluations. You know, whatever report needed to be run, whatever compliance, whatever person was being fired or hired or whatever, they had other priorities. I was not a priority, nor were my candidates a priority to them. I was the last thing on the end of their list.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know why you gave us that little speech when I just want you to. Anybody who, who brings in oh, a recruiter. i too much. Oh, now Uh, I'm talking. Come on, now. No, 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 no. I didn't. I I want her to talk, but I want her to talk since. I I mean, I asked her questions. You only want
1: her to talk as much as you allow her to talk. Yeah. That's not true.
2: I don't like it when people always
1: say that about me.
2: Okay? I invited her. I wonder where you get that
1: reputation.
2: I wonder, too. I don't know where it comes from. Okay, I wanted her to evaluate our HR. These HR uh, monkeys, is it okay to use that term? Because they don't seem to be that bright, okay? They bring in, she just said, a high-paid technical recruiter. Then when she does her job right, and it's a very important job, bringing people in in this market, good people, they ignore them. They don't care. She's at the bottom of their priority list, okay? It's absurd. I can't believe it except I've experienced the same thing. And and
3: here's the thing. I got in trouble culturally because I pushed. I was a pusher, as Tina Fey likes to say. I push people, and I'm literally putting Post-it notes on people's screens, stalking them at lunch, just smiling, joking, buying them a donut, whatever it takes. Could you please you know, expedite my comp review so we can make the Mm -hmm. offer? Please, please, please. And I got so frustrated, and I didn't manage that really well, but – I'm not a patient woman.
1: Well, what does that
2: mean? And you Did say
3: you you you're, and you you're
1: looking for work right now,
3: huh? <laughs> well, that, yeah. Um, so I was on contract for two years, oh, and okay. their company All limit right. is two years. So I can go back in 90 days, And um, but I'm thinking I want to do something else. So I am actually uh, interviewing with the company final round tomorrow. I don't know if it's the right fit, but uh, I will – since it doesn't seem like Animal can have a show without mentioning Amy Miller. I'll give her a hat tip. She's been um, amazingly helpful in coaching me.
2: Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, like, is there something wrong if I mention Amy? I mean, look, they'll use anything against me, and I don't talk to her about her that much, except in the ads. She likes Higher Tool, right? She's a, a big name. I, I use it to position my 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 uh, my, my client. My advertisement. Is, pay- Is
1: she getting paid for for your name for your use of her persona? I got to
2: tell you, I introduced her to Hire Tool, <laughs> and she says it makes her job so much better. Okay, she should pay me. Okay, she should pay me. There you yeah. go. And there's,
3: nothing, there's nothing
2: There's nothing wrong with spreading someone's name around as if they're a big shot. Hey, everybody, this person's a big shot. Okay, yeah. what's wrong with that? Okay, I want to talk to Kendra for a minute, as long as she can talk. I don't get it. You're saying that, you know, you were a pusher and people didn't like it. You're also implying that they would take you back in in, uh, in a couple of three months and that they kept you longer than they were supposed to. So it wasn't true that they hated you that much. Because
3: my impression from you what you said eight, is – I just got go ahead. I under – I pushed hard, you know, and it wasn't – you know, it's a more um, – Hierarchical, traditional, top down sort of environment, and I was a little bit of a spitfire. It's okay. I was good at what I did. I got a lot out of it, and it's, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the next thing.
2: Kendra, you are so smooth. Uh, Jerry and Mike, uh, look what she just did. Okay. It's like asking, what's your greatest weakness? I'm a spitfire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They like me because I'm I'm a spitfire.
1: Okay. I want to hire a
3: spitfire.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Who doesn't want to here's, hire a Spitfire? But Michael, here's what they used to say about me: You can take the girl out of the agency, but you can't take the agency out of the girl. Like it was a bad uh-huh. thing.
2: Uh huh. Okay. I thought at least you weren't complaining they called you a girl. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what I
1: said. Hey, so okay. check check out the, check out. Uh, this is like a real life example of a, in my opinion, ballsy move. I'm picking uh-huh. up my uh, I'm picking up my son from high school. I'm at the yeah. front door of the high school waiting for him to come out. Yeah, there is a sign right out here. that says now hiring teachers and para pros. org. Uh, and it's like one of those real estate signs on the little two metal like things, like like a garage sale sign. Somebody stuck it yeah. right beside the front door of the high school that they're hiring teachers. Wow. So that's crazy. Why? <laughs> you don't okay, think I'm not uh, interested.
2: I don't care about knowing why. Although I have to tell you oh, something, yeah, Right, right.
1: You don't wanna I you don't wanna some... talk about real world experiences. Let's talk about your guest that's not here. Okay. I'm talking about something very interesting. A company stuck their job ad right in front of the front door of their competitor.
2: Oh, I thought it was the school advertising. You don't even think
1: that's noteworthy. No.
2: Okay, didn't turn me on. Here's what turned me on. I got some back-channel messages. Animal. What? Uh, would you please open up line 909, Alan Floor. Oh, yeah. well, there's a whole bunch of people here I just showed up. Area code 909, who's that, Alan Floor? Yep. Okay, let me just see if the guest actually decided to show up Doubt it. Michael Cohen. Doubtful. Mike Cohen. No. Okay. Alan, you want to say something? Go ahead. Is that, is that Alan? Is he here? Does he want to talk? Am I okay, still Michael, on the Internet?
3: Did you, did you mute Kathy?
2: No, I didn't you mute anybody, right? okay? I, I'm trying to open Kathy? everybody. i got to warn you. Uh, the cable company is doing some kind of work in my neighborhood every morning, uh, my Internet's been going out, okay? So luckily you guys can hear me. If I disappear, <laughs> if I yeah, disappear... He's saying that he's talking. Obviously, we can't hear him. Uh, okay, I'm open again. Hold on. I'm opening again. It's just taking a long time to open, okay? Uh, that's why that's I thought maybe I... I thought maybe I'm I'm here.
4: I... Am I here now? I'm here. Yeah,
2: you're here. Yes.
4: Okay. okay. Kathy, what would you do to
2: the guest? Kathy, what did you do to the guest? He didn't show up.
4: Why are you blaming me? I,
2: I tell you, you, you weren't here either. I thought maybe you were with him.
4: Oh, God. I haven't gotten out of bed. Well, I am out of bed, but I'm just laying down listening. Uh-huh. Okay. Is
2: there uh-huh. something important you want to say? Look, just I, I I opened Alan's line, okay? It's just taken a long time to process. I don't know
4: why. I okay, let's to get say. to the show. I, hope, I do. I hope. I hope I wish Kendra the best, best, best of luck and best wishes tomorrow and hope to hear great news if it if okay. not there's something else but I did want Kendra's to say Kendra's a spitfire
2: she doesn't she doesn't need our prayers okay but we will pray I'm for not, you
4: I, <laughs> pray. I did not I did not pray for her
2: Mm, I'm sending out energy. Okay, look, I got to bring up something <laughs> before Jerry leaves. I got to say something can. before Jerry goes. I got back channel messages last week that I was right and Jerry was wrong that it's good to go into a corporate recruiting role before an agency and I I cause no. you know then you realize no, then no. you know what no. you know who no. you're selling to. You understand you, you're more uh sympathetic to their no. needs. Michael Ch- No. Michael? No. Michael Chicox, no.
0: no. Totally disagree.
2: Why? You're on the inside. Wouldn't you like me to I understand am. your needs from the inside rather than push, push, push without any recognition of what you're up against? You I appreciate that, go. but
0: the, the the frustration that I experience, Kendra kind of tapped, uh, touched on that as well. In that when when you're in corporate and you're bringing that agency mentality, you often butt up against. Individuals that are – they're not really motivated the same way to try and get the right person in and fill it quickly. The motivators are just very different.
2: And I don't know what you're talking about. Alan Floor, could you the tell the Alan Floor on on to call back, hang up call back in? Totally I can't different. open his line. I don't understand what you're talking about, Michael G. Cox, okay? how come?
4: About- Animal. Why I isn't mean, it better
2: for me to understand to to walk in my in my customer's shoes before I sell to him or her? Why not? How and, can that be bad? No,
4: it is bad, and I'll tell you why. Um, you don't have the experience. First of all, when I went to Deloitte, I had basically zero training. I was left to learn it on my own, everything. So you're going to tell me that you're going to take someone off the street and throw them in a corporate environment that's high level? I don't think so.
2: Okay. By the okay. way, Alan
0: just called back in. I'm not
2: sure if he's muted. Okay, good. Let me try it. Let me try him again. Let me try him again. Okay. Can
5: you hear me? His
2: line is there not. He it is. It's just. Okay, he's open. Alan Floor, is there something you're burning? Do you want to say? To, to, you know, put oh, there's always
5: something burning, animal, but agency first before internal. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. No question about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Look, think okay. about it this way, animal. Uh, you know what? If, if, if,
2: go ahead. Okay. It, Okay, this guy, our guest today, he used to have a normal haircut. Now he's got like a a shaved on the sides and a man bun. Okay, he looks like a different person.
4: Yeah, but what's your point? Have you seen Derek Deller today?
5: No. He has a man
4: bun. Yeah. Look at his Facebook
5: page. And this guy's a little more interested in advertising his Batman stuff than he is holding a job for more than nine months.
2: Okay, that was a good shot, thanks. Animal.
1: Okay. Yeah. Animal. Yeah. Did did it just gnaw on you so much all week that you were absolutely so wrong last week that you had to pretend like you got back channel messages from anonymous people saying you were right? <laughs> I, I, that is that's the worst, man. Move on.
2: Wow. I did get that message. Okay, I did get that message, That's and I'm going to bring up. I'm going to bring up something that everyone else disagrees with me again. Okay, everybody says I'm an introvert and I can be a good recruiter. Okay, and then you keep. Re- I keep reading their stuff, and they all they talk about is how tired they get from talking to people. How could an introvert be a good recruiter if they get tired talking to people after a half an hour? I don't get it. Okay. I I tested as an introvert.
5: Yeah. I don't believe it, okay. but no, yeah. look if the person's it. an introvert, they need to be a good <laughs> listener. And uh-huh. they and if they're tired at the end of the day, well then they have to figure out is this some place they want to keep working. Mm. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay, uh let me see what I was gonna ask this guy. Uh, okay. He look, you know, he he said before you approach somebody, you have to make a, a persona of them, a, a profile. You listen to all the things he wants. He tells he tells you to find out about if you're going to approach someone as a recruiter. How old are they? Where do they live? Are they married? Do they have kids? Do they have pets? What are their interests? What are they posting about? Do they go on a lot of vacations? Uh, find out their company reviews. Find the industry salary average for their type of role and. Look location check for Animal? similar people what what
5: no, no I I, really you're, you're lucky he didn't show up
2: <laughs> i don't know if you're right maybe. no no i mean
5: everything there i don't care i mean i'll fit, any good recruiter can figure most of that out while you're doing your job
1: you're still pretty stuffed you up. you got a bad cold <laughs> well you need yeah. to take some cold medicine reed for the right reason Hey Jerry. Hey your mom. Hey your mom when she was cleaning the bathroom found another one of those cold tablets. How many of those Jerry, did you buy and where did you get them? Jerry, Jerry. Do you know you know you're on air. Okay. Where did you don't get talk those? To your I've here. never even seen that stuff Jerry's before. Is your kid cooking? Cool. Remember the bottle of stuff that you flushed? Jerry's trying
2: to get his kid off drugs on the air. it well, okay.
0: was a, <laughs> time for cooking meth. Where did I mean, you
1: get that stuff? <laughs> animal. Stop and listen. Yeah. Somebody listen. at school? You just yeah. you
2: bought it? Yeah. Should I block Jerry? Yes.
1: Should
5: I block? Yes.
1: Okay.
5: Hold on a Bro. second. <laughs> right, you know, you're so going to get a knock you on your door, right. Animal, from a law enforcement agency wanting your recording.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, here's what else here's what else uh, Mike says the the guest. He says if your company supports charitable organizations or volunteer efforts, share it with your candidate. It's a selling point. I don't think so. Does anybody here, you know, say, "Hey, you know, we give to this charity. I just want you to know that." Does anybody think that's a selling point? Sometimes have did you remember any time that you've actually said that have you used that to bring somebody in
5: it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a major topic but they just asked you know does the company do anything philanthropic and okay. we
2: one time in the 20 years you've been a recruiter no, no, no. someone Ray, asked about your
5: regularly we do that kind of thing so we just mention it we don't but it's never a candidate's never had a huge is that going to bring them in or not Okay.
2: How do you bring it up? You say you mention it. How do you bring it up? you just say, listen, I want you to know this. We're a nice, we're a nice place. We care about people. You
5: know, we support this charity. No, it's just, it's just as a matter of here, here are some of the unique things about us and how we operate. Oh, and by the way, here's a couple of other things we do that, you know, at what
2: point, at what point in the conversation do you bring that up? I mean, really, I can't
5: imagine it. Go ahead. When I ask what, Okay, I'm weird when I when I do a first long phone screen animal, and one of the things I do immediately is I turn it around and say, So what what can I tell you about us? What questions do you have? And that gives me a good bearing on them. And then we start down the road and if they find out, tell me about your culture and I'll tell them about during the recession we where everybody was having twenty, thirty, seventy percent layoffs, we lost five people that and a number of other things that our company does. And I'll tell you, you know, and by the way, we also do these couple of philanthropic things.
2: Hmm okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, Kathy, did you want to say something?
4: No, I disagree with alan it's It's about the company culture and what they have to offer, and why would it hurt to bring that up if you're describing your company well i couldn't
2: he explained it i got to tell you he did a good job explaining it now I understand how he positions it i can i couldn't never imagine from not one conversation i've ever had about how to uh uh, introduce the fact that this company is uh, giving to a certain charity. <coughs> but sometimes you know companies overdo
5: it. But sometimes companies overdo it where they make it, you know, hey, look at us, we do all these wonderful things, even above and beyond what the company does. Okay, I open Jerry. Uh, I open Jerry's although, line. Although, animal, I do have a question. Would it be, or to Kathy, would it be applicable to discuss how you teach your children how to cook if by buying cold medication?
4: <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, I don't have my kid here. Okay. Look. Okay. Uh,
2: I got. I had a question. And in, in, okay. Hold on, Alan. Actually, I liked what you said a minute ago. When you say, "Do you have any questions?" You, did you ask them that question right the first time you're on the phone? You say, "Do you have any questions about us?" Do you ask them before you start talking? And how does that how does that enter your conversation?
5: I usually like doing it one of the first one of the first questions. I say, look, I'm a little different. I'm going to turn this around. What I'd like to know is what do you know about us? What questions do you have for me? Because, number one, it shows me if they can kind of think on their feet. It shows me if they've done any research or know about us. And, it, and many times it points to a couple of the things that are important to them. Well, what kind of questions do they ask you? Uh, they'll say, tell me how you guys are structured, tell me the kind of projects you do, tell me about the team structure, tell me about the various types of businesses you're in. That tells me that they're smart enough to know we we divide our work up so we're not economically at risk, Um, and, um et cetera. Uh-huh.
2: Okay. Okay. Hey, everybody. I'm going to do uh, an ad. I already did uh, the hire tool right at the beginning. The guest today is a, I mentioned he's a, a regular speaker on sourcing and recruiting. He's a trainer. He said, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L is going to save you a lot of time on your sourcing projects. So that's done. Now I'm going to tell you about HONIT. Hone H-O-N-E-I-T dot com. You know what it is? It's phone interview technology. It records your interviews and turns the key questions and answers into separate audio clips. And you know why? That helps hiring managers hear the motivation. I mean, Kendra should have been using something like this to get you know the message through to these uh, HR people. I want you to hear the motivation. The person personality and the enthusiasm that I just heard from the candidate, and I don't want you to step all over that with all your ridiculous delays, okay? When you can share a story with a hiring manager in the candidate's own voice, man, that delivers a punch that you can't get from a resume. So if you want to get a hiring manager or someone in HR excited about a great candidate, share some of the sizzle with Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T. Dot com. Okay. Somebody's line is gurgling a lot. I, I hate to think that it's Alan's. Hey, area code six one seven. Is that the guest decided to call in?
6: Sure is. I had you on my calendar at noon my time. Oh, part of me. Hey, how are you, man? It's uh, it's Mike, Batman.
2: Yeah. Uh, congratulations,
6: you got here halfway through the show. Hey, we've been cutting you up the whole I, it, time because we're back. Okay. Not (laughs) perfect. I had you on my calendar at uh, noon my
2: time, not Eastern. Sorry, man. Uh, Noon your time. Oh, (laughs) that makes sense. That's a good introduction. Hey, everybody. I'm the smartest guest around. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We already discussed a lot of Uh, the questions I was going to – how come you're on this media blitz, okay? I bet you made it to all the other – you've been on like five podcasts recently, okay? I bet you you made it to every other one on time. Okay, why are you doing all of these podcasts?
6: Oh, so funny note around that. All of the other podcasts shot me a calendar invite, so that's why I made it on oh. time for those. Oh, yeah, uh, look at this guy. Yeah. Hey,
1: I'm going to
2: blame okay. it. I'm going to blame hey. it. I post it. You phony! I posted on my group and you commented, "Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. Oh yeah!"
1: Animal, based on that comment alone, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue my plans to construct this voodoo doll of your guest. <laughs> That's perfect. I'm gonna still it's keep it. A, I was gonna stop really once weird. he showed up, but no. Really bad. No, you don't yeah, need no, that. No, no, no. I got your, I got your Definitely. back, animal. Thank you, uh, Jerry. That okay, that was no, uh, um, uh,
2: absurd. Okay,
1: that's uh, a, that's a, something a, a loser would say, and I know uh, wow. that because I
2: read an article. Five things loser recruiters do: they blame their mistakes on somebody else. <laughs> oh. That's number one. Okay, Mike Batman Cohen, you said to one yeah. of the other podcasts that a twelve-year-old could be a recruiter. I happen to agree with that. You want to explain your thinking?
6: Yeah. I, uh, when I said that, I think the, the point I was making is what we do is not rocket science. You don't have to go to school for it. The actual grit and skill in what we do uh, comes through more like the learning the human pieces and building process and consistency. It's not about like this complex. Thing that we do that no one else could do. I can okay. teach my well, mom, we already. A wait shock, a second. All it. your
2: human stuff. Wait. We already decided that your human approach is absolutely crazy. You. This is what you seem to. Yeah. I read an article by you. I read an article by you, and it said you're going to approach somebody. You got to figure out how old they are, where they live, are they married, do they have kids, do they have mm-hmm. pets, what's their interest uh, uh, do they go on vacations, uh, find out their uh, company reviews. and and look at other people who've worked there and where they've moved to, uh, you know, all this. And also look up their home on Hometry, a site called Hometry, H-O-M-E-M-E-T-R-Y, Hometry, okay? So people here were flabbergasted that you do all that work before you actually try to approach someone. Is that true?
6: uh I do all of that work before I approach someone. Uh yes, on the yes, that's not before I send someone an email. That'd be ridiculous. If i have a call set up with someone or I'm going to actively call someone, oh, well, that's I'd rather totally different. Right. I read the article. I didn't, I didn't gather I that. I okay. Sorry. I, I appro- yeah. Sorry. I wasn't I was well, I'm curious why why look at somebody's house. Um Generally, uh, I'm doing that if I want them to relocate for a job. I want to get a look at, like, what type of neighborhood. Are they in a suburban neighborhood? Are they in a place where there's a bunch of, like, shops? Is there a Whole Foods nearby? In which case, I can then talk about, like, hey, there's a neighborhood, you know, just outside of San Francisco that blah, 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 blah. And it creates a little bit more of an ability to be like, no, like, I see you as a person. I know what you need as a person. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Okay, huh. a so home, how much time? home mm. outside
2: of San Francisco mm. in like Las Vegas?
6: Yeah, that's, that's right where you, can, where you can afford to go a home again.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, San Francisco, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so how much time do you spend? You before don't even you need a house somebody? in San
1: Francisco, I guess.
2: Ten. How much time do you spend before you talk to somebody in an interview looking all this stuff up?
6: Um probably like fifteen, twenty minutes.
2: Oh, well, that's all. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Home of tree And you said you use Pipple. P I P L. Okay. To find their current I address. I don't. They charge a lot of money for that now. Am I right?
6: Yeah. Once they moved over to the crazy expensive, I stopped using it. It's just. It's not that worth it. In my opinion. Okay. Sorry if you're listening, people. Okay.
2: okay. What does this mean? You said nobody who is in a bad mood buys coffee for a stranger. That's some kind of wisdom saying that you uh, I wanted to share with recruiters. What does it mean? What's the significance of that?
6: Hmm. Um, nobody in a bad mood wants to buy coffee for a stranger. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you have, right? Outside of the show, I know that you're actually a, uh, a good human um, I'm not. I don't buy coffee for strangers.
2: Do I oh, don't. I don't buy
6: coffee for strangers. Why would Even I? What does mood? it mean?
1: Get I've your own done 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 done. coffee.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: So when you're able to do something uh, out, of, out of the goodness of your heart for another person, not anticipating any positive return in results, I find usually that's when the greatest yields come. Not at that moment, obviously, but like the amount of times I've jumped on calls to help recruiters with like, hey, can you show me how to do this thing really quick? Like, yeah, no problem. You don't work for me. You may even work for a competitor. Let me show you. And maybe a year down the road, they're like, "Hey, I actually need training for my team. Will you come out and train my team?" It's like,
2: "Oh, okay." Oh, so, so you're you're actually no no. What you're see, you got the wrong saying there. What you're saying is right. one hand washes the other. One hand washes <laughs> the other. Okay. And I I have no problem he's, understanding he's that. He's planting
1: okay. seeds for future business. Yeah, yeah not that's not buying true. somebody a free okay. cup of coffee when you're all pissed off. Right.
2: Oh, no, no, no,
1: no, that's that. You. Yeah. I got to tell you. That's true. Okay?
2: Uh let me see. Um okay. Here's a question because there was a big uh uh controversy on online a couple of weeks ago. These guys, they were in Eastern Europe, I have to admit, a, a software company. Uh they posted an ad for a chief engineer and there was a picture of a, a man in it, a cartoon of a man. And people went wild. Mike Cohen. Is that sexist?
6: Was that wrong? There was a cartoon with a bunch of men in it, and people went wild. No, so or... it man. Uh, it
2: was an ad for a chief engineer of a no. software company, and there was a cartoon of a man with a beard. Okay? Yeah, I remember that. Right.
1: Can, can I add just a little quick something on that story? So, Go ahead. So the the female that pointed out how disgusted she was by an ad with a cartoon picture of a real tiny bearded guy. Yeah. Her company. Yeah. Following that story, her employer, her company, the front page of their company picture is four white people. Uh Three of them are, three of them are dudes doing work. And and it looks like the the white woman is like standing there just looking pretty. Yeah,
2: I know. So she wasn't that pretty. It was just a cartoon. She wasn't particularly sexual. Oh, in my mind, she was
1: real hot. Yeah, you, yeah. Okay. You, you yeah. need to know the whole scenario. She just happened upon that address. Oh, forget it. I, okay. I don't even know where I'm going with this. Here, here, no, Jerry, you were right. That was good. It was a good answer, and I'll,
2: I'll move on to a different question for the guest. How do you handle recruiting for a role or an industry that you're not familiar with, Mike Batman Cohen? And I got to tell you, if we sound if we sound uh, belligerent and aggressive, we are because we've been cursing you out That's for a half normal. hour because you didn't show up. Okay, so uh, you got to live with it oh, for the I, next uh, few minutes. Go ahead.
6: Totally, you were totally right. You have the next. 30 minutes to just continue cursing at me, and I will just own that. Yeah, we don't have 30. Uh, it's always, only 15 minutes
2: left in the again. show. <laughs> Answer the question. How do you, have you ever had to handle recruiting for a role that oh, yeah, you've yeah. never worked on before?
6: Yeah, absolutely, and also in areas of the world that I've never had to work on before. And I How do you do that? Can you tell research. us a story?
2: But well, Let me do an ad first, okay?
6: Yeah. Who's let me do on the free phone line here?
5: I don't know, but Seriously, I don't who? want to cut anybody off. Okay, there. Yeah, it, it is crappy. just horrible.
1: This sounds horrible.
5: Oh, Stanley, You okay, can try Lonnie. blocking me and see if that works. I don't know if it's me.
2: What's your area code? Nine oh
5: nine. Nine oh
2: nine. Let's just check. Although I have to thank you, Alan. You gave me some very interesting answers uh, today. Hold on a second. Okay, is that? It got, sounds is good the noise now. Sounds good the, now. The noise went away before Alan disappeared, so I don't yeah. know if that's it. But just let me do my. No, it was my not out. I'm uh, sorry. So a quick ad for
1: Pete. I just hate bad uh, bad quality recording. I do, too. And, and I product. do, too, but, you know, right? I don't want to cut. Just...
2: He's a regular contributor. I don't want to cut him off. Hey, everybody, you know what? Uh, I'll talk about somebody else, Jeremy Sizemore. He's this SAP recruiter, and he said on Facebook, I've been on PC Recruiter for over 15 years, and you want to know why? No reason to change. They're constantly improving the product. They've got great customer service. It's well-priced has all the functionality Mm -hmm. I want. Mm -hmm. I love the mobile app. I use it all the time. I like the ease with which I can import Mm -hmm. a LinkedIn profile or a Zoom Info profile just by clicking the import button. In PC Recruiter, you can customize reports however you like for team meetings. It's a staple in our industry. And about half the Pinnacle Society is running on PC Recruiter. Okay? So you go check them out. If the Pinnacle Society, those guys are using it, the top big billers, You should take a look at it too. PCrecruiter.net. dot net. Okay. Mike Does the Chemical
1: Society still make that claim? Are they still saying that they're the biggest billers around? I mean,
2: uh Rich Rosen says so. He's a member. Rich is in it. Rich is in it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I thought that whole claim
1: kinda fell apart once they all started hiring people to recruit uh, for them. I mean, Okay. Okay. Hey, are you still yeah, with us? Nothing you need to wor- Nothing you need to worry about, animal.
2: It's, so yeah, okay. right. I'll no, I'll never be a big beller. Okay. Uh yeah, not what I'm um, saying. Okay, yeah, it is what My you are saying. Hurts. But you know, I I have to say yeah, something it. about that, that generosity thing. Jerry used to put his phone number on his on his Twitter bio and wherever anyone can call me this. for advice. He got deluged yeah. with with mooches looking for free advice, eventually he had to back off that free coffee stuff. There's a limit to how much you can give, okay?
1: Uh, yeah. They'll uh, suck you uh, dry. Uh, well just, uh, I, I just changed just a little bit. I still leave my phone number everywhere, with one caveat: PayPal me two hundred and seventy-five. <laughs> Then, yeah. then give me a call. I'm all yours.
2: <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. That, my, my, that's the uh, truth.
1: My phone, my phone, my phone hasn't rang since.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they were calling oh, him goodness. all
2: day. They, they were, everybody loves Jerry. I, I got to tell you. Hold on a second. The person who told me last week that I'm right and Jerry was wrong about that, he also told me he loved Jerry. Okay. Just so Jerry knows, okay, let putting put in Jerry. Well, out. then he's not he all—he's not
1: all shot up, then. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. Let's go back to the guest. Let's let him say something during this whole show.
1: Yeah. What did
2: I ask you? Do you remember a time where you had to work on a, <laughs> pro, uh, on a job that you'd never worked before? How did you come up to get up to speed?
6: Yeah, How'd it was, uh, it was pretty recently, it? I was just working on a localization manager role in Berlin, Germany. Mm. So I've never filled a localization role, never worked in Germany. Um, so I had to first learn like, hey, what's a localization manager do? And I just go on and I look at localization job manager um, uh, job descriptions online. I find people who are in the role and I look at what they did prior to having that title. Extrapolate from that, buzzwords, keywords, look up the the stuff I don't understand. So if you're in tech, right, look up what maybe those tech buzz and keywords are. And then I look up some of the job descriptions in Berlin for something just similar, right, just so I understand, like, how do they speak about this? They're not maybe as forward and direct as I am. They don't tend to use exclamation points and, like, all of, like, the fun humor that I do. And so it's curtailing a little bit for location and curtailing a little bit for – how they uh how they communicate about this job in particular
2: hold on uh mike Uh, why would someone give you that business to begin with you don't speak german i assume okay Uh, and you've never recruited in berlin before you don't even know what the job is why would how did you sell your service to that company why why did they hire you
6: a great question. So, I've started, uh, I've changed a little bit about how I'm approaching the business, um, and I'm doing deliverables based recruiting now. So, um, instead of people paying me hourly to, to do crap or contingent, um, I'm saying, hey, uh, come to me, I'll build you, uh, you know, as opposed to billing you hourly, sign me up on a six month contract, three month contract, whatever. And every week, I'm going to build you a list of candidates—200 people, 400, 100, whatever we decide. Um, I'm going to get all their personal information, clean all the data, get the thumbs up from you, do all the outreach on all of that, um, and then make all of the intros, right? And then you just pay me for the deliverable. If it takes me 80 hours or 15 minutes, you know who gives a shit? Like it's just it, it, you're paying for. So what you're you giving told them you a talent
2: map, sort of a list. Is that what you're giving them? A, a list of, of candidates. Is that right? And then broad, also yeah. doing
6: the outreach and making the introductions. Yep.
2: Okay. And so uh,
6: the role itself but, isn't quite as important when you're doing it that way because I'm not screening candidates verbally. Uh-huh. I'm handing, Okay. I'm handing off at the response.
2: But you said you're doing the outreach. Is that email outreach then? Is that, is that what e- you're email doing? Email
6: outreach, yes. Okay.
2: And, and so, so you're sourcing and creating a list, but so what are you just working with huge companies? You said you make a list of 200 people, most jobs, you don't have to look at 200 people to, to, to consider them. What, what's going on there? What kind of searches are you involved in?
6: Um, they're all over the board. Technology is a big piece of it. Uh, marketing and sales are the second, probably highest followed by HR, followed by, uh, I guess, more like these niche weird, right, like localization manager roles. I was working on a, a head of people role in Seoul, South Korea. Um, and the, the bottom line is to find 200 people, if I'm generating typically somewhere between like a 27 and 41% response rate, on the low end, you're still only looking at like 45 people getting back to you, up to 55 uh, if that's the case, then you have to assume that at least half of them are not actively looking for a new job, right? So that's um, going to be done. Now your list is down to, what, 20 people total who may or may not be interested in the role, may or may not be a fit for the okay, salary, well, at, like, I, w- I want to ask you this before.
2: Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before the show's over, I want to find out. So how do you do business development? How do you – who do you approach? How do you
6: approach them? And how do you, well, how do you pitch this? So I'm going to answer your first question right now. Uh, I do a bunch of podcasts and webinars and shit. I hate biz dev. I don't like talking about myself. I don't like promoting myself. I don't like calling and, like, asking people, like, can I have your business? I like sharing with everybody, like, hey, here's the shit I do. Here's all my secret sauce. Like, if this works for you, cool, do it. You don't need to hire me. Chances are it won't because you don't have the time or the tooling that I have. Therefore, great, let me show you everything I'm doing. If you dig it, then great, let's work together. If not, I totally get it. That's great. Take a free gift on me, right, whatever knowledge you got. So that's why I oh, do so the, the media burst. And then after,
2: after you get emails, after you do a podcast like this, uh, you get emails <laughs> from people who say, I want you to do this job for me? Is that, is that what you're ta- saying, telling me?
6: No, no, that's, no, that's the free coffee part. They'll normally reach out and say, hey, I'm actually using this tool. Can you help me and show me how to do blah, blah, blah? I'm like, yeah, I'll jump on a quick 30-minute Google Meet, right? Hey, let me show you this thing, right? And I'll show them how to do whatever it is they want or send them, like, a template I was telling them that I use all the time for stuff. And, like, that's how I I generate, like, start generating a networking conversation with people.
2: Okay, so this obviously works for you. But but why do you hate business development?
6: Uh, I just don't particularly care for doing it. It's just not my favorite part of the job. It's the same thing as why? Uh, I also. Uh, why? Don't yeah, why? Like I already
2: know that. I'm people.
6: asking you why. Come on. Um, I I think honestly, I'm not a huge fan of talking on the phone if I don't have to. I'm a millennial. Like it's just not my favorite right. cup of tea. I'd rather You're a millennial. Just sending invoices all day. In my yeah, house. right on the cusp. Uh
1: huh. Was
2: someone talking about invoices there. Was that Jerry? Jerry, what do you think about what he just said, if if you're still with us?
6: No, I'm
1: just saying I'm with him. I, I don't I don't I don't like doing the business development. I don't even like doing the business. Yeah. I just want to send people a bill. Jerry I'm I'm opening Alan's
2: line to see if he can if, if he we he, he can talk. Alan, you wanna say anything? Yeah, I got a question by Jerry. Jerry, you
5: say you don't like it, but do you do it?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just the just the business I'm
6: in.
5: Okay, so yep. uh, so on the guest I call bullshit
6: well, why?
5: that's – I mean, it's easy to do He's that, saying he doesn't do it, and he wants to put out this stuff to attract people, and that's great. So he likes doing warm calls. Okay, fine. But if I hear about if, – if I were to hear about somebody that had something going on, I'd be on the – go ahead and don't make the call because then me or one of your competitors is going to go in and get the client and get the relationship. Okay, he's bringing, in, he's bringing in the business. I don't call bullshit
2: on him, and I'll tell you something else. There's all kinds of consultants who go and speak at these conferences, and they get all their business mm-hmm. – from sharing, sharing your secrets just if like do, he does.
6: And if that works, go for it. I'm just saying I'm just saying so that that's you're my so Alan, I'm not saying I don't do it if, it's, if that's Alan. I'm not saying I don't do BizDev. You, like you, do biz you did say yeah, you did say, it, no. don't do it. No, he he you
1: did say
2: you did
6: say I don't do it. you Just let me finish. I <laughs> don't like doing BizDev. I'm not doing it anymore. As you mentioned earlier, so this year I'm talking at eighteen conferences. I've done like a dozen webinars, almost a dozen podcasts. Again, I'm really sorry that I was late for this one. Um, and so for me, I love public speaking, and I love sharing information. So that's something I'm passionate about that people can tell. Okay. So it's my form of biz dev, and it comes across for me much more uh, genuine and authentic.
1: I okay, that's and my quote-unquote quote, biz I have depth.
6: a question. So like
1: when you're yeah. speaking at these conferences –
6: yeah. What what do they describe
1: your session as? Like in the ride, um, that our speakers this year are these guys. What what does it say about you? What are you going to get up there and say?
6: Yeah, so it depends. I have a few different topics uh, that I talk about. Um, one is emotional intelligence. Uh, one is uh, artificial intelligence and recruiting tooling. And then the other is uh, best practices for sourcing, messaging, and qualifying candidates.
1: He's a
2: sorcerer so he's a, a
6: a a full working sorcerer, Okay, that's that's his, cool. his focus.
1: Th- thank you for that answer. I appreciate it.
5: Question. Okay.
6: Yes,
5: <laughs> okay, go ahead. What what are you what are you working on currently role wise over at Unison?
6: Uh general manager two, actually. General manager roles.
5: Tech managers?
6: No, uh, total general managers, like sitting uh, cross-functionally across the organization, uh, running the P&L short-term, long-term roadmap, and go-to-market strategy for their fintech. So products. you work every
2: kind of – you're a real all-out generalist, okay. up and down the ladder. Is that right?
6: My specialty is technology. I spent like 11 years focused. Okay. I got a question yeah.
2: for you related, related okay, for to, to this. Okay, there's a woman on, uh, on Twitter – to her Twitter handle is Katie and the Pigs. I don't know what. She's in England, I don't know, or Scotland or somewhere like that. I, I don't know what her real name is. And she told us on Twitter that the strangest search she'd ever had to do was find patients for student doctors to practice I gynecology. Gynecology. Okay. Yeah, okay. could you handle that? If somebody gave you a search like that, would you be able to handle it,
6: figure out how to do that? That exact search, absolutely not. I'm a guy, and somebody like that lady with that job posting would be like, he's sexist, or he's a pig. So, like, absolutely not. I would not reach out for anything gynecological for test subjects. Absolutely not. Um, okay, well, what it, if it wasn't was like female? What if it was for <laughs> anal, anal examinations? Would you, would oh, you accept a search like that? Oh, man, it would be tough. So my first response when people ask questions about tough searches is I run a couple of search comparisons on my different tools, and I see what pops up, and I just give them a quick snapshot. Like, hey, here's, like, three of the different tools I'm using. Here's kind of a brief overview. Does this look like it may be the right, you know, space? If they're like, yeah, that actually looks great, fine, I'll take it. If they're like, no, 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 that's way off. Then either I'm going to recalibrate and do it again, or I'm going to be honest and say, "Hey, I don't think I'm the best resource for you."
2: Okay, Alan, could you do that search? Sure, why not? Gynecology? How would you? Ha- how what's the first thing you would do? Put up posters at uh, at the local uh, uh, drug center or something like that, or a pharmacy. What I had do you somebody do?
5: walk past- I-, I had somebody drop something on my desk. Gyne- would a guy- gyne- uh, an OBG doctor? Uh huh. Okay. What? Yeah, I go. I. If I'm looking for an Not OBG for an doctor, oh,
2: doctor no, it's no, for no. patients to for for student doctors to work on and do gynecology examinations.
5: Oh God, yeah, I used I helped I helped people in dental hygiene go find their their um their patients for their state state board exams. How I just go, I just go uh, I'd go to a, I'd probably go to a public health clinic and just start walking around and pass out a little flyer, um, free whatever or um. You know, I'd go to a health center. Talk, talk, I'd go talk to my my GP and ask him where I could go to go find these kind of people. And okay, I'd but then my, you could only
2: do it locally because you're yeah. handing out stuff. from You you
5: couldn't do it. Are you that talking remotely?
2: Well, I'm just I'm bringing up a different possibility. It, it, you you couldn't well, do I mean, it in Well, if you're, you're talking city. remotely,
5: you shouldn't do it remotely. Just because I mean, you could technically if you wanted to go call up the local call. Look, call up a local doctor, call up a local women's women's health care uh-huh. facility, ask them tell them what you're doing and ask them where you could find these people and provide them a service as they're going to be the patients for. Okay. A board. End
2: of that one. I got I got just got a few minutes I want to ask uh, a few more questions. Thanks. Uh Mike, Mike Cohen? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You still there? Okay. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. So you you're you're you told us you know you're very big on uh, emotional uh <laughs> intelligence and stuff like that and you told us you'll spend 20 minutes preparing before you do an interview with somebody. Um <coughs> So at the same time though you're making these lists of 200 people uh, to submit to your clients. So do you automate email like will you do a keyword search on LinkedIn and then automatically send messages to everybody in the results? Cuz you don't have time no. to look at all So how do you no, how no, do no. You... So what I...
6: Go ahead. Question. I'll, I'll give you a quick 30 second run through. So I use a few different uh, tools to say the least uh, to do my sourcing. I, I have like five AI sourcing tools and three different uh, platforms I use. So I'm using a bunch of different resources to gather people and I'm typically trying to do so using yeah, keywords, fine, that bullshit. But like, hey, where the manager and all the team members where they go to school. Right. Cool. Let me find people who graduated from there where they used to work. Let me find people who either work there or used to work there. Cool. Let me do that, and then I'm gonna to go to the generic bullshit search and like build the list. From there, how do I use the emotional intelligence? This was actually in the presentation I did at RNL last week. So I build a five email sequence for all of my uh, candidates that I'm reaching out to that gets sent over ten business days. Using the five what? Email. Uh, I use a tool called Interseller. It is, in my opinion, the best email automation tool out there. Have you Say a few it again. Now. Say it again. Absolutely. It's called Interseller. So it's like Interstellar, but without that second T. Interseller. Um, and so what I do is, in the first four messages, I design one of each message to appeal to a particular disc. Profile. So if you're familiar with DISC like Myers-Briggs, um, I, I have one message that if you're a dominant, a D, that's how you're going to want to read it, just like visually and how it reads. Same thing with the I, the S, and the C. Um, and Give the us an example. Like a,
2: Give us an example of the difference between a, a dominant and, and uh, whatever those antiseptic types or scientific analytic types yeah. are. Give <laughs> us a, yeah, can can yeah, you think
6: of something? Absolutely, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, dominant is going to typically be like the alpha leader. Like you have a dominant personality, right? If, if people don't know what the F they're doing and they're stressed out, like you're going to be the one who steps up and goes, hey, guys, let's do this. For communicating with you, short, sweet, right to the point, and then data. So like my email to all Ds literally starts with, hey, hope things are going well. T-L-D-R, boom, right? TLDR, we're this company, linked to our site, um, one fact just about us as a company with an article, we're looking for this, one sentence. Then the data is beneath it, so a dominant can look and be like, oh, cool, I know what this is about, let me read this, move on. For the eyes, for example, like super people, people, I'm, I'm a high I, um, I literally use a meme, and I communicate using humor. Right? Because they're people people. They want to laugh and, like, see some funny shit. Um, the C, the hyperanalytical, which you were mentioning, those are, like, software engineers, accountant types, etc. they like short, sweet, and bullet points. So they know where to look. They can uh, take in the data and the information quickly and easily and then move on. So, like, that email is, like, short to medium length with bullet points. And the
2: final one is the expressive, the
6: prima donnas, right? No, the final is the steadiness. They're typically people who like consistency. They're more team players. They don't like to be very me and I focused. So for those, oh the people, amiable, I don't focus oh the
2: amiable. Okay, well, okay. okay. They, like, final oh, yeah. question about this: How do you figure out from your research what these, how, the, where what category these people you're approaching
6: fit into? So uh, for the email outreach, I don't have to. I'm putting in one email that's targeted to each style. So that way, no matter what they are, one of those five emails, when they open it, will at least appeal to how they like to receive information.
2: Before I talk
6: to them, I'm typically using Humantic, Um, used to be DeepSense is the name, or I'm just looking at their profile, and you can tell 90% of it, that's a bullshit percentage. You can tell a lot of the time, looking at someone's profile, just how they write their summary and stuff, what, what their personality type is
2: uh huh i couldn't really tell from from yours uh, your your linkedin is is quite terse except that you mention eq so you know but uh you you don't you've you've got a very you don't have a a real big summary or anything like that on your linkedin profile and a lot of people don't so i don't know if uh <coughs> i don't know if you can okay what
6: other stuff so do you want to talk have about so it to be big by the way it doesn't have to be big. It just has to be how your you LinkedIn profile
2: it. doesn't have to be big.
6: I think it yours could use a little work. Uh-huh. I think it could be
2: fleshed out. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. I agree with you. You're totally right.
2: No, you don't. You don't agree with me. You just told me you don't agree, okay? You know what? You
6: no, you no, no. use humor. I think people don't have to have a lot of stuff to determine their personality type. I could look at my profile and tell you what personality type that I am. Um I'm uh-huh. telling you in the same respect, yeah, as I'm looking at my my profile I'm like, yeah, shit, I really do need to update this okay,
2: okay, so you've got uh one well, let me see one of your uh approaches is uh I'm just a a man in a cowl uh trying to have, find you know searching for my family or something like that is that one of your follow ups uh what was that? In an article that you wrote.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's uh yeah, a meme. Uh, I'm just uh, a man in a cowl looking for, and then whatever the hell the title of that position family. is. Family. And then it's a picture and then the of Batman b- and you say, holding yeah. a Coke that says family. Yeah, yeah. Share yeah. This with family. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. Well,
2: uh, I, I know somebody else. She does a follow-up when she doesn't get a reply. She says, uh, why have you created? This is what she emails to the person she's approaching. Why have you created a LinkedIn profile if you're not really open to discussing new opportunities or willing to return a call and network with a professional recruiter who has real openings and who is trying to help drive a staggering U.S. economy by filling them, okay? Very odd to me, and I was just curious, sincerely, with her name. What do you think of that?
6: I think that's a really assumptive email to send to someone. The purpose of LinkedIn isn't to get poached about jobs, it's a about networking networking doesn't necessarily insinuate you want a new job so the reason that person didn't answer you is probably because your email was really terse kind of like this one and he's not interested in working with someone like that or they're not interested in a new job right? okay like,
2: linkedin isn't is linkedin is for networking not job hunting what kind of networking do people do on it
6: uh, i mean this, i'm dating this back to when i started using it in 2007 but like uh, people were using LinkedIn to literally create groups around things and like create thought conversations about what to do and like technology groups were created so people could share ideas and latest technology. Okay, you mean the discussion, the, the discussion groups.
2: Networking. Okay,
6: yeah, but Correct. you know yeah, we're, we're
2: talking about to share today. Info. Okay, I got to tell you something. LinkedIn really took off. During the recession, when everybody was out of work and they were desperate to find a job, that's when everybody came onto LinkedIn. Before that, everybody was. Saying, all the recruiters were saying, "Hey, there's no nobody on LinkedIn. We can't really find the people we're looking looking for there." okay so I'm, i've gone over already i mean i can stay on i'm i'm, I'm happy to do so but I'm is there what what would be the best things to talk to you about that you are just so dynamic and unique and excited because i have tons of questions here you know i got I my standard questions so i always want to know yeah. what people think but what do you think i should be asking you what's the best thing that you can tell me
6: wow it's a great question um I think this, the areas that I'm most passionate about um, are uh, tooling, like recruitment tooling, um, recruitment best practices and processes for, like, again, those three yeah, steps but You know what? Things, I, I read your article. You've got an
2: article. People come to you and say, what are the best tools? And you say, don't ask me that. It all depends, you know? It's like a non-answer. You wrote a right. whole article. It's a non-answer. Oh, and yeah. now you're telling me this is what you like to talk about. No, it isn't.
6: Oh, I like to talk about Tooling. I didn't say the best tooling. The best tooling doesn't make sense. The right tooling, sure, that's another story. But okay, i Well, what do you like to? About, t- hey, what do you? Well, when you, you, say, you I say I like but, to
2: talk about tooling, what do you? What, what was your follow up sure. before I
6: interrupted? What were you going to follow that up with? That's okay. So I like to talk about tooling in terms of uh, what you're currently using, right? Why are you currently using it? And then most importantly, what I've discovered is. How are you using it, right? I, I'm sure you hear this all the time still, right? Oh, no, we beat up LinkedIn. LinkedIn's dead, right? LinkedIn recruiter's dead. No, it's not. You're not using it well, right? Oh, it's a waste of time. We can't find people. No, it's not. You're not using it effectively. There are tools built within and functionalities built within each of these tools, right? LinkedIn, seek out, hire tool, uh, amazing hiring, human predictions, etc that enable the tools to become more functional than just a search engine where you're repetitively typing in the same shit and looking at profiles.
2: Okay, give me and an I don't example. Think
6: are using give
2: tools. me an example yeah. of somebody who's been using a tool wrong. You've you made a general statement. Gonna... You don't I, have I to tell us who it was.
6: How? Oh okay, oh, okay, cool. Um, so <coughs> and this is tons of companies. This is not just one. So LinkedIn recruiter, right, for example, people are going through looking at profiles, putting profiles into projects as they're going through it, which is great, and they're like, boom, 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 going through, going through, going through. People aren't using tags, and so, like, they always say, well, why? Who cares? What's the purpose of a tag? And it's, first off, shame on your LinkedIn recruiters, uh, whoever the hell your help person is over there, your customer success person. The idea of the tag is, like, multifaceted, one, in the future you're knowing that if you search based on that tag that you have put eyes on that profile and can validate that that profile actually does what that tag says. Conversely, if you're doing a search in the future and you don't want to see people you've already seen, you can eliminate people with that tag. Third, if you want to create a search result that automatically will repopulate every day of all the people that you've already looked at and put eyes on, you can just create a search for that one tag and have it auto-update into your inbox every morning, and LinkedIn will send you an email of, hey, here are the people with that tag who've updated their profile in the last 24 hours.
2: Uh-huh. Right, And
6: all of these things, people just aren't doing and it's like – so. You're just uh, why the why don't they why, – why don't,
2: so they, they don't they don't take the time to figure out their tool. That's what you're saying, all the different functions. That's what you're saying. And, and, you're and it in. takes
6: a little bit longer, and it takes longer. Uh-huh. It's not like the typical recruiter bullshit of sending out 500 emails a day. Or I got to look at 1,000 uh-huh. profiles. Why? Why? Okay.
2: Final question, because we had a long discussion about it uh, before you got here. <laughs> On <laughs> yeah. your – On your LinkedIn page, one of the things you do say, people aren't commodities, but in fact, they obviously are. You're sending lists of 200 people. I mean, that's a commodity in my opinion. You want to justify what you said or
6: change your claim? Uh, I, don't, I don't think I'm, I want to do either. I think people aren't <laughs> commodities. I think lists lists of information is a whole nother thing, right? That's like saying like find me a list of everybody named Mike who lives within 10 miles of you. Okay, here's a list of everybody named Mike. Did I commoditize them? No. You said find me people who do X. Not commoditizing people is not treating people as right. So the messaging. Oh, hey, you have C-sharp on your resume. Would love to talk to you about that, right? It's like, well, hey, asshole recruiter, I do have C-sharp on my resume. My title is literally recruiter. So, like, you're not even taking the time to understand who I am as a person, right? And then reaching out, and you have that bullshit email that everybody gets from recruiters. that's like, oh, we have the perfect fit for you based on your background. We think that you'd be – great." It's stupid. Right. And so I think it comes down to a little bit more of like the human interaction piece of like real. Uh, like yeah. I, I don't people. know
2: if uh, commodity is, is the right term there, but OK, so let's get the final statements. OK, because I've gone over. You know what? You're a good guest. I'm glad you showed up um, very lively. Sorry again. It's not that loud. You're not that loud. But lots of people have that problem. I'm on a different line than you, so maybe that's the excuse. But anyway. Okay, so I want to – I didn't introduce you, <laughs> so let's do the introduction now. Your name is Mike Cohen, C-O-H-E-N. Twitter, your Twitter address is Gotham Tech Talk. Am I right about that, Gotham Tech Talk?
6: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay,
2: do you have and you have a web page? I do, uh, Wayne-Technologies.com. Wayne Technologies, and that only relates to the Batman comic. It's not from anything in real life. Am I right about that? Does it relate to anything Uh, else? Any
6: relation to the Batman comic is completely coincidental. DC Comics, please know that I am not infringing in any way. It's just coincidental. Um, But yes, otherwise. Was that Wayne Technologies or Wayne
2: Technology? Wayne-Technologies, plural technologies plural okay and if someone wants to get a favor from you you're an open book just get in touch with mike batman cohen if you look up if you search mike batman cohen on on google you'll get them and uh they can mooch all kinds of stuff from you and hopefully in the future they'll remember you when they want to hire somebody that's that's your uh offer that's your value proposition am i right about that mike
6: yeah let me see what i can do to help you for sure yeah
2: Okay, so I want to thank Jerry, who stayed for quite a good part of the show. Alan Fluor. Kathy, I think Kathy was gone by the time you got here. Kendra shared a lot of good information before her interview. Good luck, Kendra. And uh, Michael G. Cox, who disagrees with me all the time, just like everybody else, and our guest, Mike Batman cone Thank you. Oh, can't